Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about 10,000 steps. How important is that per day? Mm. Are you ready to do mm. this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you're here today. Uh, we're going to be diving into a, a popular topic. Uh, we're going to be looking into the importance of 10,000 steps a day. That's what they say mm-hmm. you should be getting every day, but is it really? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But before we dive into our topic, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Don't forget to sign up for that newsletter that we send out every week. And in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content for you, including these podcasts and our growing library of video workouts. So don't forget to check that out. Um, yeah, so today we're talking about 10,000 steps. It's all the rage. It is. Um, yeah, 10,000 <laughs> steps. And uh, Meredith, can you break down exactly what all the rage about 10,000 steps is right now? If For people who maybe haven't heard right. about it. Yeah, that's true. I guess there might be some out there that don't realize that that's become like the new benchmark of what you're supposed to do. And I think it's become more popular since we have these um, devices now. Um, the Fitbits and Garmin's and Apple Watches and mm-hmm. different apps on our phones and things like that that um, will tell us what how many steps we take in a day. And the benchmark normally what it starts with, unless you go in and change it, is ten thousand steps per day. You mean the uh, settings the on setting, these devices? Yes. They say they 10, start at 10,000. Okay. And that's your ultimate goal, right? So that means that's the benchmark. That's what we should be striving for. Um, but where this comes from, and I'll, I'll, I'll read a little bit. I found it interesting, the origins of the 10,000 step goal, because I thought some company probably came up with it because they sold shoes and that's what they wanted people to try and do. So they'd wear their shoes out faster, but it wasn't. Um, it's traced back to Japan in the 1960s. Um, Dr. Yoshiro Hatano, mm-hmm. a Japanese researcher, invented the first pedometer. Um, and what it was called, the Mampoke, mm. uh, translates to 10,000 steps meter. So he had found that people who were taking 10,000 steps per day seemed to be a lot healthier, basically. They had a healthier lifestyle, and that prevented various health issues. Therefore, he um, was the one who kind of trademarked that 10,000 steps per day Hmm. benchmark, if that's what you want to call it. So I thought that was interesting, because I thought, you know, a researcher is the one who actually did that. But um, we'll, of course, delve into a lot more. And is 10,000 steps, first of all, is it doable? for most people and is it really what we should be doing every single day Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so you know you talked about these um devices that we wear now that are really popular how accurate Mm -hmm. are they you know in your experience are they you know regardless of ten thousand steps how accurate are they period yeah they're pretty accurate as far as the step count is concerned so um i have one uh but it's like a thing you put on your shoe. And so that strictly is all about counting your steps. That is really great because that's what it does. It counts every time your foot comes up and goes back down onto the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the other devices are concerned, I have one that I use. I don't go super, super in-depth with it. We've done a podcast on it in the past when I first got it, kind of giving my reviews of it, so to speak. Um, 
But I mean, I'm guessing it counts pretty well if you put in all of your correct information from the beginning. You're supposed to put your height, your weight, your age. Um, some of them you even get to do certain movements for, so it gets a better, uh, broader range of what your um, abilities are. So I guess some of them probably are better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are the only thing you should ever look at as far as accuracy and what um, your heart rate is, what your calorie count is, uh, uh, what even your steps. I mean, you, you have to know your different limits and goals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think they're a great device to use to give you kind of a um, round number as to where you are to start with, and then maybe you can go from there, right? Like say, oh, when I first got this, I was doing 500 steps a day. I really should be doing more than that. And continuing to wear it, whether it's accurate or not, I mean, most likely it's quite accurate, but trying to get more than that, you'll easily be able to see that. And so it does kind of put a goal in your head as to where you were and where you want to be. And you can use it for that reason. So I think they're good. So the first pedometer that um, Dr. Yoshi came uh, came up with, I think, is wonderful that we have them because they are good devices for different reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we do offer a pedometer uh, step counter on our website, on our equipment page, as one of your recommended. Yes. Um, that was the one I was speaking of. Yeah, yeah. that I think yeah. is if you just are looking for steps. Um, putting that on your shoe, on your belt, something like that. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, uh, you know, you uh, we'd like to, again, draw on your experience mm-hmm. with uh, the many clients you've had over the years. Did you get a lot of feedback from people who would come kind of come mm-hmm. back to you and say, you know, I'm not getting my 10,000 steps in. Was it a big deal? You know, <laughs> were they worried that they weren't getting 10,000 steps in? It was more the people who actually were trying to get 10,000 steps that I would hear from more that they got the 10,000 steps. But they would wake up and go on their morning walk and then go play pickleball and then come to class and then go do something else and Mm -hmm. then and then and then. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to 11,000 steps today, you know. So they, they say, and I don't know how accurate it is, everybody's stride is different, but 10,000 steps is usually around five miles, give or take some. Mm -hmm. That's quite a long distance in one day um, for everyone to try and strive and have as their benchmark, I believe. (laughs) Um, So I I don't think it's the most realistic goal. I guess I'll go there as far as um, starting off with uh, having that as our what we should be doing. Again, those people that would come to me, I rarely had anyone say, I'm not reaching it, what can I do? Mm-hmm. to reach it, because they knew all they needed to do is get up and walk more, um, go to the walking track or go outside for a walk or whatever it is. You'd have to walk more. And that's, again, not doable for everyone <clears throat> or people don't have time for it. And there was also a study done recently of um, doctors and nurses who are pretty much on their feet all day long. Mm-hmm. And right. most of them did not reach 10,000 steps a day. And they were on their feet all day long. That's amazing. That so is, that I would that, think, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, would, that they would. But that kind of put like a little thing in my head, going, okay, because I feel like I'm pretty active and I'm doing this and that and cleaning and you know on my feet and 
and not reaching it. And I thought, what do I need to do? Like do even more? You have that, that's where of course I liked bringing up this topic was if you are striving for it, that's good. If that's your ultimate goal and it's helping you feel healthy and it's keeping you healthy and all of that. So I don't want to diss it in any way or make someone think that it's a negative thing. It's not. But I don't like when things are put out there and it's almost like if you're not doing that, you're doing something wrong or you're not ultimately healthy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's where I kind of come in and play devil's advocate with things that are um, what are supposed to be the social norm, not necessarily is the best thing for everyone. So right. <laughs> possibly this 10,000 step thing mm-hmm. is overhyped. Correct. Um, kind of gets caught up in all the other fitness crazes that have come yeah. throughout the years. And this one's um, stuck. Yeah. Right, right. This one's <laughs> kind of stuck. So take us through mm-hmm. an average day of mm-hmm. someone who has mobility, <laughs> um, you know, no mobility issues really, maybe can't do extreme exercising. Um, right. But what would the day look mm-hmm. like for a normal person, normal day? To actually get ten thousand steps oh, in, goodness. yeah, you know, if they <laughs> if they really wanted to, what would that look right. like? That would look like probably waking up and either having breakfast or going straight to either a class or onto a treadmill or for a walk, um, and doing your walking for a good thirty to forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and then finishing that. If you haven't eaten, hopefully you'd go eat. Otherwise, you'd already eaten. So now you're going off to run your errands and you're walking mm-hmm. around a grocery store and you're walking around the um, the other stores just looking at things. <laughs> right. Um, you get home, you are still standing, you take a shower, then you make lunch, then you're cleaning your house, then you go to maybe another type of class or you go on an evening or afternoon walk. Um doesn't necessarily just have to be walking, though. Steps are also done on an elliptical. They're also done on a recumbent bike, et cetera. So right, right, your, right. your type of cardio, let's say. Um, so you're still moving. You're still going, basically. Mm-hmm. You come back from that, um, do some laundry. Then you um, run out again to the store, pick up a prescription. You come home. Oh, boy. Make dinner. Exactly. <laughs> and, then you're, it's, and then you do some gardening. And then uh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> It's that much. <laughs> and then at that point, maybe you hit 10,000 steps. Yeah. Unless you are actively saying, I'm going for a five-mile walk, which most people don't do. That would take a couple of hours, if not more. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then it's it, it takes a while. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, walking from you know your bed to your bathroom to your kitchen in normal homes it's not a huge number of steps um hopefully especially as we get older and we downsize um you don't have as far to go and then to your couch and then out to your car and then hopefully you're able to park if you need to um i should say close to stores to get in safely and, you know, all of that. It, it, it takes a lot of steps. 10,000, it sounds like a number that's, well, I think that I could, that could be doable, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'm amazed. I, I, I don't reach it most of the time. <laughs> right. And I feel like I'm on my feet all the time. <laughs> yeah, and that so. was kind of be, be my next question is, what's your personal experience with hitting <laughs> 10,000 steps a day consistently? Yeah. Oh, consistently is... Uh, you would have to make it a point, like I said, and is the, that the best thing you should be doing every single day? You'd have to make it a point. I'd, I'd take it back to me. 
I'd have to make it a point to go on either multiple walks per day or run every single day and still do other activities in order to get that many steps. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mm-hmm. Um, then should we only be focusing on 10,000 steps a day? Is that the only activity we should be doing? Cardiovascular. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that answer if they watch my videos or they listen to our podcasts. <laughs> no, right. we are supposed to be doing so many other things. That's why I, 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 I think it's sad that people do get caught up with this number and probably down on themselves when they only reach 5,000 or so a day. I've done it. I look at my watch. I'm like, I've only gotten 6,000 steps today and I've been going all day. Um I lifted weights, I did yoga, and, you know, cleaned the house, and did stuff with the kid, and and it's still, you know. So, we have to remember there are days that maybe that's a good goal to have if we know that's our cardiovascular day, especially when it comes to walking, recumbent bike, elliptical, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need days of strength training. We need to focus on our balance and posture. We need to focus on stretching. (laughs) Um, If you're doing those activities, you're not going to get the quote-unquote steps in, but you're still benefiting your body in many, many ways. So um, you're you're still helping your heart. You're still helping your mind. You're still helping your joints. Um, So we have to kind of remember that. I think that's where I'm kind of coming in and saying, is this the ultimate goal? No, because there's so many other things that we need to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, your body mm-hmm. needs much more than just steps in. Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, and it's kind of sad that the 10,000 steps gets so much hype and attention because you, you need more than that. Um, yes. Not more steps, but your body needs other things. Exactly. Not just steps. Yeah. So hypothetically, if you, if you were someone that was getting in 10,000 steps, you know, five times, six times a week, what kind of mm-hmm. fitness level would you ha- right. probably have to be in yeah. to, to uh, attain that? Like, are we talking yeah. advanced? Are we talking? I, I think you'd have super to be advanced? quite advanced. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> personally, um, yeah, I think you'd be quite advanced. I mean, that means you're either walking a lot every single day, um, again, or doing other activities. Now, when it comes to steps, I, I know I keep saying recumbent bike, um, but if you go out on a bicycle. Yes, you can get five miles in a lot easier, but I do think your stepper will count that as steps. So um, I guess if you're a biker, maybe, and we're considering the steps, it's a little bit different. 
mm-hmm. but 10,000 steps actually walking um, is quite difficult to do. If you're doing it five, six times a week, yeah, I'd say that's a quite advanced person because now we have to look at other people and people with mobility issues. Does that mean they're really bad shape because they're not able to do that because they have a walker or they're in a wheelchair? How do we, how do we, where does that fall? You know, right. when they can still be in really great shape, but they're not getting the quote unquote steps in that they need. So, um, different, different, uh, benchmarks and standards, I think should be out there that we look at, but, um, yeah, someone would have to be quite advanced. Mm-hmm. They'd be, I mean, you can be in great cardiovascular shape doing other things. So, but taking a lot of steps during the day is great for your cardiovascular health. Health. So remembering that, not just ten thousand steps, but um, making sure you're you're getting your cardiovascular uh, exercise in. So um, that's a good good thing about having a goal, I guess, of 10,000 steps. So trying to to stay cardiovascularly healthy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, keeping our you know heart nice and strong and uh, lowering our blood pressure, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Based on, you know, mm-hmm. the, the years of experience you have when working with clients of many different ages, what would be kind of more of a realistic step goal for mm-hmm. people, you know, the people that we serve um, and then uh, different age ranges right? based on people who have mobility issues yeah. or not, I'm sorry, that don't have don't mobility have. issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, more realis- realistic step I would goal. say a more realistic, I would half the 10,000. I would say 5,000 would be a good goal. Um, and that's still a lot for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's a more realistic goal. I wish we would change are 10,000 to 5,000. I think I may have said that in a in a podcast before um, because I think that would be more healthy and people would feel like they were a- able to attain that um, a couple times a week and that always feels good that you're able to do something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd still be cardiovascular healthy, cardiovascularly healthy. Um, it'd still be great for your mobility and your joints. Um, it, it'd still be good for your mental state to get that in Um, because there's so many benefits to walking or taking getting your steps in every day basically Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah i would say more of the five thousand as the goal but i i would say on average if we i I bet there's a study i should have looked it up of um the norm what is the norm for let's say someone 65 to 80 we'll just put it there um, I bet it would be between 3,000 to 5,000. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see, actually. <laughs> 3,000 to 5,000 is maybe like a recommended amount right. of Right, or that that's what I think the norm would be. Norm? Yeah, that's, that's what right. I think the average would be. I'm not sure, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, because everybody has different mobility um, issues. They have different activity levels. They have different days. Um you know, one day may be a down day and you don't do as much, where the next day you do all your errands in one day and you easily get to 5,000 because you've gone to 12 stores and <laughs> you're walking around major department stores and right. um, all of that stuff. So, yeah, um, again, but remembering that uh, the step goal is a great thing to have, um, but remembering that we need to do other activities as well Mm -hmm. because it's really important to 
do strength training. And it's really important to do our stretching and our balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if if the goal, if your goal is to get mm-hmm. 10,000 steps or, like you said, the recommended 5,000 steps, right. something like that, re- yeah. more, <laughs> real, more realistically, yeah. um, what kind of attention do you need to pay to your feet? Yeah. You know, because that just sounds like a lot of steps. I know. <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's a good point. Um, making sure you're wearing the proper uh, foot wear, foot attire, <laughs> um, from shoes that fit you properly, because many, many a times have I seen shoes that just slip off someone's foot. Um, making sure your shoe fits you properly so you don't have more issues with your feet. Um and they're not worn down so much, so keeping up on that. Um, so if you have been wearing them for a long time and you notice that either your feet are hurting, your ankles are hurting, maybe even your knees are hurting, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times that can be attributed to your footwear because they're worn out. It happens. <laughs> I know we think we pay a lot of money for these things, but if we wear them continuously... And we are doing a low-impact activity with them, but it's activity nonetheless, especially if you're going outside, they are going to wear out a lot faster. So making sure they fit properly, um, that they aren't so worn out that they're actually hurting you and hindering you rather than helping you when it comes to your health. Right. Um, Wearing good socks is very important as well. Um, But yeah, looking at your shoes and what you're wearing. I I always think of a specific person when him coming in and his foot just slipping out of his shoes. And he was like, well, it's just the size that I've always worn. So I just keep wearing them. That's just what I order. And it's, first of all, it's a fall and trip hazard, an accident waiting to happen. But you can't go for a long walk with that foot slipping. It's just going to make the back of your foot raw over time and get calloused and blisters and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then ladies who are wearing these super cute, uh, what they'd call tennis shoes, but they're not. They're just for style, um, are not going to be very supportive. And your foot's going to start hurting over time, again, which leads to other parts of the body hurting all the way from your back to your hips to your knees to your ankles everywhere. So, so remembering to to look at uh, your footwear is very important. So that was a good a good thing to bring up, actually. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us we forget about the toll that that kind of pounding takes on your feet. Yes. Right? Should ah. you be doing like some, maybe some massage as well on the, the feet? Oh, that'd be or? wonderful. Yeah, getting massages or. Um, you know, just paying extra attention to them. I mean, if you're able to do kind of those, I know ice baths are a big thing uh, for the full body, but even just the feet, it really helps with inflammation and swelling because we do get a lot of swelling. Um, wearing compression socks, if that's something that has been told that might be good for you, depending on your blood flow in your body and things like that. If you're mm-hmm. going to walk even more, you should be wearing compression stockings. Um Again, if the doctor says that that is what your body needs, it's very common um, for many, many people, especially as we age. But you'll see young people wearing them when they're out for longer runs or walks because it does help with the inflammation and swelling because being on our feet, gravity, where does everything go? It's going right down to our feet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, those are good points <laughs> you yeah. brought up. 
Yep, yep. You got to take care of those feet. That's right. Uh, um, I wanted to also address maybe like the mental side of either hitting 10,000 steps or mm. not hitting 10,000 steps. Right. You know, what is what what is that aspect of it? And you kind of touched on it a little bit right. uh, earlier. Um, but, you know, should you be down on yourself or should you be proud of yourself if you yeah. do hit it, you know? yeah. Or does it really um, even matter? You know? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think that's when it becomes a mental thing. And that, I think, is the sad part. Because if that's what our goal is and we don't feel like we're hitting it every single day or we're hardly able to hit it, that can pay a toll on our mental state <laughs> over time. Um, so remembering that that shouldn't be the ultimate goal, I guess. That's what I'm trying to, I think, get at overall with this entire us talking about this um, because I'm sure it could get to your mental state. It's it's someone who tries to go out and I'm going to uh, go walk five miles, but I can only do one. Um, what do you feel? Like you didn't hit your goal. And then that's in the back of your head. Now I need to do that. And some that's not good for us. <laughs> right. It's good to have goals. But if you feel like you're beating yourself up and you're trying to get to a goal that's not the most attainable, um, it might be in time, but to start with, that might not be the place to start. Um, that's like someone who's listening to this and hardly walks. 5,000 is not your goal. Mm-hmm. 10,000 obviously isn't. Your goal should be trying to hit 1,000 and see where that is at on your gauge of activity each day. And then go from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think it can play a huge toll on someone's mental state if they're not reaching any goal, but especially if it's this 10,000 steps a day and they're not able to do it, that's, and that shouldn't be where we're at, right? That shouldn't be, we're down, we're down on ourselves, even though we still got in 4,000 steps, right? Right. But I didn't hit, therefore, I'm not the most ultimately healthy person, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is not true. Yeah. And (laughs) and kind of in, in, in conclusion, you know, what some of your, what's your advice to kind of help avoid falling into these hype pit, you know, hyping up <laughs> things that may right. not be good for you or, or may not be realistic. Right. You know, the hype of these workouts and the yeah. hype of all this stuff. How do we <laughs> kind of just see through it all? I think we need to basically that try and remember that these things that are put out there, if we're trying to hit 10,000 and so is the 20 year old that's sitting next to me on the treadmill when we get on it together we're in very different places. <laughs> Not to say that they, because they're younger, can hit it easier than me. But why do we put this one number for everyone or one goal, no matter what it is? We're talking about the 10,000 steps, though. So why do we put that out there for everyone? And that's the ultimate goal. Um, so trying to remember, where are we at? What should we be doing for ourselves? What is best for us right mm-hmm. now? Maybe 10,000 steps will be a goal to do twice a week in a few months or years. (laughs) But where are we right now? And what is best for us? That is what we should be looking at. That should be out there as, you know, the the standard and what everyone is looking at. But that's not as glamorous and fun, right? Mm -hmm. We like to throw numbers and pictures and things like that. So what is best for us? What should we be doing and that's our goal. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very important to remember, yeah. um, especially when everybody is at different places in their life, in their fitness journeys. Right. Can't all be boxed into one goal. Uh, I think I think that makes perfect sense. And hopefully you out there, if you're trying this 10,000 steps a day, um, you know, hopefully it's working for you. Um, but also the important thing to remember is to go at your pace, to, to yes. do the, set the goals that are realistic for you first. And then if you feel stronger level them up but don't right. beat yourself up about it no right? never never staying healthy physically and mm-hmm. mentally um, is the most important that thing. is so, well thanks for joining us on this episode hopefully this was super helpful for you and uh, let us know give us uh, some feedback on our facebook page send us an email let us know if you're trying to do the ten thousand step challenge a day or if it's not a big deal to you um mm-hmm. we want to know <laughs> yeah but uh uh, while you're at it, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. And uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.